California, the makers of old gold cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play, the radio version of the Paramount Picture success, Standing Room Only, starring Paulette Goddard and Burgess Meredith. And here is the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lloyd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our play tonight is the radio version of the Paramount picture, Standing Room Only. And our stars, well, <laughs> to take the lady first, and who wouldn't when the lady happens to be Paulette Goddard. And here's one of her closest relations, Burgess Meredith. Hello, hello. Well, here I am, ready to do my best for dear old Rutgers. Oh, gold. Oh, yeah, sorry, dear old gold. <laughs> and uh, a very fine best it is, Burgess, remembering your magnificent performances in Winterset, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Spare and, uh, my blushes. Uh, sure. Well, you don't have to believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. What I want to know is, where's Paulette? 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 Oh! Mm. Paulette got it, yeah. <laughs> well, she's, uh, she's, uh, she's out in the wings. Uh, you see, uh. she's a good wife. She always allows me to make the first entrance. Mm, she does, huh? Yeah. Uh, better get her in here quick. You really want her? Mm. Paulette! Come out here! Once! Come Burgess! <laughs> and put that whip away. Hello, Harold. Hello, Paulette. Hello, Harold. Hello, Paulette. Monotonous Hello. conversation. <laughs> How about getting on with the play? Huh? Play? Yeah. Oh, play. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Standing room only, in uh, which you, Burgess, take the part of Lee Stevens, general manager of the Todd Toy Works. See. Uh, you're engaged to Alice Todd. The boss's daughter? Uh, that's right. Cunning of me. <laughs> and uh, Paulette, you're Jane Rogers, Lee Stevens's brand new secretary. You've uh, never been a secretary before, but you wanted so much to work for Mr. Stevens that you took the job without any experience. Yes. Uh, you've flown ahead to Washington, where Lee is following you. He's coming to Washington to see a Mr. Ritchie, head of OPB, about converting the Todd Toy Works into small arms manufactured for the Army. And as the play opens, we see Lee Stevens enter the lobby of a Washington hotel. Clerk, clerk, clerk. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a reservation. My, na my name's Lee Stevens. Lee Stevens? Those reservations were canceled. Canceled? I didn't cancel them. Your secretary did. My secretary? Yes, she objected to the accommodations. The rooms were too small and there was no bath. Well, never mind that. I'll take them. I'm sorry. I've already given them to Prince Starenberg of Nalabar. He doesn't need a bath. <laughs> How soon can you give me something? Well, next Tuesday I may be able to give you some space in the billiard room. Next Tuesday? Behind the eight ball, no doubt. Mr. Stevens, Mr. Stevens. Hello, who are you? Oh, are you Miss Rogers? <laughs> yes, I am. You canceled my room reservations here? Why? Well, they were awfully dinky, and they looked out on an alley. Has and... anybody ever told you that Washington happens to be very crowded these days? Oh, well, I didn't want them to think they were putting anything over on you. The only thing I want put over me is a roof. Oh, well, I'll find you something right away. Now remember, we don't need a royal suite. Any place with a bed, uh, two beds, will do.
It's, uh, it's two o'clock in the morning. Yes, yes. It's a nice nightclub we're in. It's not crowded either. Oh, I did try to get rooms, but, uh-oh, there's the waiter again. Uh, your bill, sir. I didn't ask for it. It's late, sir. It's two o'clock. Let's not be narrow-minded about it. We'll have another drink. The bar is closed, sir. I see. Bring us a sandwich. The kitchen's closed. The chef has gone home. The orchestra's gone home. I should go home. It's time for people to go to bed. Tell me. Come here, tell me. What's the situation where you live? Any extra room? Yeah, I have a four-room flat and 11 kids. And you want to go home? <laughs> Let's just say that I'm expected, huh? Waiter, listen, old pal. Can you suggest any place for us to go? Yes, sir, I can, but we ain't allowed to talk to the customers that way. It's raining. I know. Where do you think I'm from, California? <laughs> I'm pretty dry It's dry under this statue, though I'm awfully glad I found it Yes, this is an ideal spot for a contortionist I never thought I'd be sleeping under General Grant and his horse He was a great general Mind if I uh, push over a little? All right, move over oh! oh, dear Oh, Mr. Stevens, did you fall off the pedestal? No, no I was playing paratrooper and I bailed out. <laughs> you, you better get up. I know. You catch cold. No, I... I, I, I already have. Oh, dear. This is all my fault, isn't it? Mr. Stevens, I'm going to make it all up to you. How? No, don't answer me that. Well, I, uh, I had an idea earlier this evening, but I just didn't think that... I know you didn't think. Achoo! Oh, Mr. Stevens, don't get excited. <sighs> now, you wait right here, and I'll come back for you as soon as I find some rooms. Don't be lonesome. <gasps> I won't. <laughs> you see? I have plenty of company. <laughs> now, this is the place I found. I mean, rented. It's in the back, but it does have a private entrance, and... How much? Oh, we're getting $125 a month. You're getting? I mean, giving. Oh, well, it's all right. It's not the Ritz, but it's warm. Isn't it, though? Uh, this is the living room and the bedroom. It's a nice big double bed. Whose room is this? Ours. What? Oh, I'll sleep in the living room on the sofa. Well, all right, Jane. You've done all right. Finding this place makes up for a lot. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. I, uh, I have to go to see our landlord. All right. Come in. Uh, come in. Well, I'm certainly glad to see you, my dear. Uh, I mean, uh, well, uh, how do you like your quarters? Oh, they're very nice, thank you. Your husband liked them? I had... Oh, yes, Mr. Cromwell. Good, good. Now, remember, Mr. Cromwell, you said that if we didn't like the job, we could leave in the morning. Oh, my dear, don't even mention such a thing. Uh, you like it here. If there's anything you don't like, we'll correct it. Cooks and butlers aren't very easy to get, you know. Mm, uh, like a drink? Thank you. Yeah. Here you are. Uh, I must say, we never had a cook like you, even at peacetime. 
<laughs> but I haven't cooked anything for you yet. Mm, uh, we still never had a cook like you. <laughs> uh, here's to, uh, to good housekeeping. Uh, Major should be home soon. The Major? Uh, my wife. She's head of the Plops. Plops? Yes, uh, a group of ladies who've adopted the paratroopers. Oh, uh... <laughs> perhaps, uh, perhaps I should tell you, uh, we breakfast at 5.45 in the morning. 5.45? Uh, the Major likes to keep the same hour as the troops in the field. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you said you have no uniforms of your own, so I, I brought these out. Uh, some of the other servants we've had left them. Uh, let me see, uh, no, no, this is too large. Uh, perhaps uh, this? Uh, you hold it at the top, and I'll see if it's too long. Uh, a little. I'll turn it up a bit. Uh, Thank you. As long as you have nice legs, there's no use cover them, you see. Yes, no, indeed. Uh, no, sir, as I always Mr. say... Mr. Cromwell, there's someone at the door. Yes, I always say, let's not hide our Mr. blessings. Cromwell. Ira, what are you doing? Who? Oh, <laughs> Hello, dear. I'm uh, just fixing her ham. I didn't know you were interested in sewing. Oh, I'm not. I was only interested in holding up her skirt. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> getting it the right length. Uh, you, you see, this is our new cook. Uh, Jane, this is the Major. How do you do, Mrs. Cromwell? I mean, Major Cromwell. Have you references? Oh, she's married, Harriet. Her husband's our new butler. Really? Well, let's see him. Oh, but you can't. Why not? Well, he has a cold. He's in bed. Have you seen him, Ira? Uh, no. Well, the man may be an invalid. Go along with Jane and take a look at him. Report back to me. I, I, sir. I mean, uh, come along. <laughs> hmm. Yes, he is in bed. Uh, uh, hello there. I just came to see how you were. This, uh, this is Mr. Cromwell. Uh, hello. Uh, Mr. Cromwell, just wanted to say hello. Now, you'd better go to sleep now. So long, Cromwell. Thanks for looking in. Uh, not at all, but uh, not at all. Uh, oh, by the way, we're, we're planning on having a few people in tomorrow night. I, I trust you'll be fit. A party? Oh, uh, nothing elaborate, uh, nothing elaborate. I see. Well, I'll try to make it, but don't count on me. <laughs> I imagine I'll be tired. Uh, uh, well, uh, well then, uh, perhaps I'd better postpone it until the next night. Oh, now that's nice of you, but... Uh, can't really commit myself that far in advance. You, you can't? Uh, but but, but uh, I, I see. Well, uh, well, Jane will tell you about things. Uh, breakfast is at 5.45. What? Uh, my wife's in war work, you see. My apologies to your wife, but I think I'll skip it. Oh, I'll be there, Mr. Cromwell. I love to get up early. Uh, thank you, Jane. Uh, good night. That's a queer, queer duck, isn't he? <laughs> Seemed annoyed when I turned down breakfast. What on earth's that? What? I thought I heard something buzz. You're cold. Oh, yeah. Now, wait a minute. There's something wrong here. What's that gadget there? A wall. It buzzes. There's a little tag on it. says master bedroom. I, uh, I guess somebody wants somebody in the master bedroom. You mean somebody up there wants somebody in here? Uh-huh. You see, I couldn't get any rooms, and this was the only way, and we can quit in the morning, Mr. Stevens. It's quit? A... You mean I've been hired as, as a... Butler. As a but... I'm general manager of a firm employing 1,700 people. Me that's here to put through a contract involving millions. Me, a butler, I'm getting out right now. Still raining, isn't it? Well... 
so long as you made the deal. I guess we can stay until morning. Yes, Mr. Stevens. <laughs> Now, while the curtain is down on Act One, Bob Williams lifts another curtain on one of life's little problems. Well, when you're trying to take a nap Sunday afternoon and some junior virtuoso is howling away on a saxophone next door, oh, don't shoot a bazooka through the wall. Take hold of yourself and say, Why be irritated? Light an old gold. <laughs> of course. Yes, and you sure hit the right notes in pleasure and comfort when you light a fine cigarette, especially today but only if your cigarette is not harsh, hot, and dry. So get this. To help prevent cigarette dryness, Old Gold's fine tobaccos are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent we call apple honey, made from the juice of fresh apples. Yes, and in addition, to give you a smoke of rare bouquet and extra flavor, Old Gold's unique blend of many choice tobaccos is enriched with costly imported Latakia tobacco. So it stands to reason, a cigarette with that much extra flavor, plus extra protection against cigarette dryness, must be really something special. And smokers, Old Gold is something special. First chance you get, just try a pack. And remember, when things get a bit off key, why be irritated? Light an Old Gold. And now back to Harold Lloyd and tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Standing Room Only, starring Paulette Goddard and Burgess Meredith. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Uh, Washington, as you have heard, is a crowded city. So that when Lee Stevens got there to see a man about a contract, his secretary, Jane Rogers, could find rooms only by hiring herself and Lee out as cook and butler at the Cromwell home. And that's where we find them the next morning. <clears throat> ah, good coffee, Miss Rogers. Oh, your voice is much better. Thank you. Did you sleep well? Yep. At least it's a shelter until I can see Richie and find out how long I have to be in Washington. Oh, I'm glad you feel that way about it this morning, Mr. Stevens. I was afraid I'd done the wrong thing last night. Oh, no, not at all. Well, as long as I'm still a butler, I suppose I've got to ask that funny little man for the day off. Know where he is? I just left him in the library, and when I say left him, I mean it. <laughs> oh, well, I imagine this is the first time he ever had a cook who looked like Miss Atlantic City. Oh, well, that's very flattering, Mr. Stevens. <laughs> Call me Lee. Oh, uh, Lee, before you go, you know, we were hired as a couple. Yes, you told me. You'll find that Mr. Cromwell thinks we're married. I see. While we're at it, did you tell him anything else I ought to know? Oh, no. That's good. Oh, yes, there was something else. I was afraid of that. I, uh, told him our name was Rogers. That's quite a vital point. It helps if you know what your name's supposed to be. <laughs> I'll go try it out. Books. Must be a library. <laughs> well, the phone. Let's see. A long distance, please. Yep. Hello? I want to put through a person-to-person -person call to T.J. Todd. T-O-D-D. -D. Yes, Todd's Toys, Lamont, Indiana. Yes. This is Capital 7409. That's right. I'll hold it. 
Hello, Cromwell. <laughs> Good morning, Rogers. Uh, how do you feel this morning? Shh. Long distance. What? <laughs> Hello? Yes, hold the wire, please. Cromwell, I mean, Mr. Cromwell, this call is kind of personal. Do you mind, uh... <laughs> what? Why, uh... Just no, no, no. I want to see you when I finish. Where'll you be? Oh, I'll come back. Uh, I mean, I'll be in the living room. Good. Hello. Hello, Mr. Todd. Where have you been? I tried your hotel. My no, secretary no. found accommodations elsewhere. We're at 7807 R Street. Now, listen, I haven't been able to talk to Richie yet. It may take some time. Well, we can't hold off production indefinitely. I know, but Richie's hard to get. I don't care how hard he is to get. I want some action. Otherwise, I'll come down myself. No, no, I don't do that. I'll get to see him right away. Hmm. Well, Alice sends her love. Alice who? Alice Todd, you idiots. Oh, your daughter. Well, that's nice of her. Nice of her? You're engaged to her? Am I? Oh, yes, of course I am. Yes, I remember now. Well, well, I better go now. Yep. Uh, gotta get in and see Richie bright and early. Goodbye. Oh. Cromwell, Cromwell. Uh, yes? I gotta have the day off. Uh, the day off? You just came to work last night. I'm sorry, but this is important. Oh, you're, you're not looking for another job? No, I like it very much here, if I can have the day off. Oh, there won't be any trouble about that. Uh, you, you can have the day off. Thank you. Uh, Rogers, uh, I, I want you to understand, I, I still am not copying, but don't you think you ought to wear more than a dressing gown and slippers when you come into this part of the house? Very well, if that's the way you want it. However, the last place I worked, the people liked me to look informal. <laughs> toodle-doo, toodle-doo there, Cromwell. Toodle-doo. But this is Tuesday. I had a definite appointment with Mr. Ritchie. Sorry, Mr. Ritchie's busy. I have an appointment with Mr. Ritchie. Sorry, Mr. Ritchie's busy. I have... Sorry, Mr. Ritchie is busy. Look, when I came in this office, I was a young man. I've got to see Mr. Ritchie. Mr. Ritchie is very busy. But I've been waiting for three days. I know of one man who waited three weeks to see Mr. Ritchie. Did he get in then? No. He was drafted. Lee, have you seen Richie? No, but I could rebuild his waiting room for memory. Well, he's coming here tonight for dinner. Tonight? Here? Well, then I've got to get out of here. Oh, no. No, when you wait on his table tonight, you can slip a note to him and then... Jane, can... haven't you got me in enough trouble? Well, you haven't been able to get to him any other way. Well, that's true. It's crazy, but it might work. I haven't been able to phone Todd. I better, better send him a letter. The old boy might get restless. Will you take a letter, please, Jane? Uh, yes, Mr. Stevens. Yeah. Uh, wait till I turn down the stove. Yes, you ready? Uh, dear Mr. Todd, semicolon, although there's been a slight delay, comma, I think I'm in a position to assure you that by tonight at the very latest, Jack, am I going too fast for you? No. Let me look at your pad. What do you call that, wild hand? <laughs> It's a, it's a kind of system I use. You mean that you just don't know shorthand? Well, not exactly. What kind of a secretary are you? Well, I wasn't one until I got this job. What did you do before you got this job? I worked in the donkey department. What did you do in the donkey department? I pinned tails on the donkeys. <laughs> and that qualified you to work for me? Well, I wanted to work for you. And why did you want to work for me? Oh, there isn't a girl in the factory wouldn't want to work for you, Lee. I mean, Mr. Stevens. Oh. <laughs> well, you're very resourceful anyway. Anybody can learn shorthand, but they can't learn to be 
resourceful, can they? <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. And I'm glad you're happy. Oh, I am. I've never been happier. I... <laughs> Mr. Stevens, are you going to kiss me? What do you think? <laughs> Did uh, Miss Todd ever kiss you like that? Who? Miss Todd. Oh, the girl I'm engaged to. Mm -hmm. Let's try not to think about it. Let's just do that again. Mm. Uh, it's the front door, Mr. Stevens. The devil with the front door, let Cromwell answer it. Why, this doesn't look like a place where they rent rooms, Dad. Well, this is the address, Alice. I'll ring again. Uh, I'm sorry, my butler seems to have uh, come in, won't you? Oh, thanks. <clears throat> We want to see Mr. Stevens. My name is Todd, and this is my daughter, Alice. Uh, hello. Uh, but I, I'm afraid there's no Mr. Stevens here. Well, do you know everybody in the house? I think so. I frequently see the people in it. Uh, and you get to know them that way. <clears throat> well, Alice, this is very peculiar. I, oh, uh... Cromwell, was that the front door? I... Oh, there. Lee! Yeah, there you are, Stevens. Oh, but he isn't Stevens. He, he's my butler. Rogers is oh, the name. Oh, fiddlesticks. His name's Stevens. What is going on here? Uh, my wife. Major Cromwell, Mr. Todd, and his daughter. Uh, Harriet, it, it seems Rogers isn't Rogers after all. He's Stephen. Well, what is he, a criminal? Lee, why are you wearing that monkey suit? Uh, and who's this? Oh, you rang, Major? Uh, Jane, uh, Jane, why, what did you mean by telling me your name is Rogers when it's Stephen? Stevens? Lee! Uh, yes, Miss Todd. Uh, she's his wife. Hmm? His, his wife? Lee, did you marry her? No. Lee, I don't understand any of this. Does this girl mean anything to you? Well, yes, she does. She does. Oh, Father, you're going to stand there and let me be insulted? Well, well, no, no, of course not. Lee, you're fired. All right, I'm fired. Come on, Jane, let's go back to the servants' quarters where people are polite. Oh, oh Father. Ira. All I'd ask of you is to run this house quietly and efficiently so I can come to have some peace when I come home from the office. You failed. You're not fit to accept responsibility. You're just not fit. All right. All right. If that's the way you feel about it, I'll go home and live with Father. <laughs> Now, here's America's favorite homespun philosopher, Bob Williams, conducting another session in the court of marital relations. All right. Uh, suppose you do want to go to the movies when you get home at night. And suppose the little woman doesn't want to go because she's seen every picture within a radius of 200 miles. Are you going to divorce her? No. My advice is just smile and say to yourself, why be irritated? Light an old gold. <laughs> yes, smokers, one double feature you really enjoy is real comfort and solid pleasure when you get the swell extra flavor of an old gold. Plus, it's special protection against cigarette dryness. Now, here's why. Old gold, superb blend of fine tobaccos, including a touch of costly, fragrant Latakia tobacco, is specially conditioned with apple honey. It helps preserve natural moisture, helps prevent cigarette dryness. So, for a better, keener, tastier smoke, 
Lidenol Gold. But please remember, while we're producing all the cigarettes possible, without sacrifice to old gold's quality, our armed forces get first consideration. And of course, we're doing our best to assure fair distribution of remaining old golds. So if you must be content with substitute brands today, be content to know that tomorrow, if you ask, your dealer may have old gold. And now back to Harold Lloyd and Act Three of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Standing Room Only, starring Paulette Goddard and Burgess Meredith. All right, Mr. Lloyd. So we find Lee has been fired. He hasn't been able to see Richie yet, and at the moment in the kitchen, he doesn't seem to care because Jane is in his arms. I didn't want you to lose your job just because of me. Can you think of a better reason? Well, but, but you'd become general manager, and Mr. Todd was going to make you his partner if you got the contract. And... Todd, get out. Now, don't lose your head. You're not fired. I, I just had to quiet Alice down. After all, she is my daughter. I couldn't have her losing face. I just sent her back to the hotel. Uh, confidentially, my boy, getting rid of her is the best break you ever had. And the job is mine? Of course it is. Now, uh, what's all this trouble about getting to see Richie? Huh? You can't see Richie. Well, he's going to tonight. Uh, tonight? Yes, Mr. Richie's coming here to dinner, and Lee's going to wait on table and speak to him. Hmm. Well, you may need some help. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Lee, is there another one of those monkey suits around? <laughs> You're going to be a butler, too? Well, uh, two butlers are better than one. <clears throat> Give me a suit, and we'll uh, get myself hired, huh? <laughs> You haven't been able to get to Richie, have you? No. No, darn it, I haven't. Well, go on upstairs and I'll send him up to you. Well, how are you going to do that? Richie will find out. Mr. Richie, your soup. Oh, you've spilt the soup all over me, you... Clumsy fool out of the butler... I'm dripping wet. What'd you do with my pants, Rogers? I'll give you your pants when I finish talking to you. What? Mr. Ritchie, I want you to look at these plans. I can't be bothered with plans. Will you give me my pants? These plans deal with the conversion of the Todd Toy Works into munitions manufacturing. Will you give me those pants or won't you? No, not until you sign with the Todd Toy Works. Sign with it? Did you say Todd Toy Works? I did. But good Lord, man, I signed an order okaying that conversion two weeks ago. You did? Yes. Gosh, I owe you an apology. Here's your pants, Mr. Ritchie. Come on downstairs at once. What for? You can spill some soup on my lap. Jane! 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 Jane, kiss me. What? Oh, dear. Oh, I'm sorry I dropped the duck, Major. Oh, will someone remove this duck from my lap? <laughs> Leave it lay, darling. We got the order. Oh, Lee! Jane, I love you. Oh, Lee, and I love you. Mm. Mm. Nice. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, I, I'm very sorry. But with the servant's situation the way it is, 
You can see we have to allow them certain privileges. <laughs> Now, this is Harold Lloyd. Paulette Goddard. Burgess Meredith. Saying goodnight to you for Old Gold. And I hope that you'll be with us again next Sunday when the Old Gold Comedy Theater presents The Magnificent Dope, starring William Gargan, Tom Drake, and Janet Blair. See you then. <laughs> Standing Room Only was presented through the courtesy of Paramount Pictures. Paulette Goddard will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, Kitty. And now until next Sunday evening, don't let little annoyances get you down. Why be irritated? Light on old gold. Its tobacco is conditioned with apple honey to help guard against cigarette dryness and gives you more smoking pleasure. And listen to old gold's other great new show, Which is Which? with Ken Murray as MC, Richard Himber's orchestra, and famous stage, screen, and radio personalities, or their reasonable facsimiles. This Wednesday, Virginia Bruce, Lou Holtz, Vaughn Monroe, George Raft, and the old gold mystery guest. Tune in Wednesday night on another network. Consult your newspaper for time and station. And now this is Bob Williams saying good night for old gold. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Thank you.